Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. If you may remember, a couple months ago, we had a show where we talked about death and and the courage that comes from experiencing death, whether that's a near-death experience on our own or the death and loss of a loved one. And today we have a special guest. I'm really, really excited for our guest today. Um, Irene Weinberg is joining us, and she is the author of the five-star reviewed book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven, which is a compelling spiritual love story. Uh, If you've always wondered about the afterlife or have lost someone close to you, this memoir that Irene has written offers comfort and healing and an insider's look of what goes on beyond our lives on earth. Irene is an influential and thought-provoking writer on the afterlife, soulmates, and our life's purpose on earth. Her compelling work on the subject has sparked powerful conversations about the human search for happiness and our soul purpose. She is a highly sought-after public speaker whose spirited lectures have inspired and motivated audiences at conferences and spiritual get-togethers, as well as at bookstores nationwide. Her new podcast, Grief and Rebirth, Finding the Joy in Life, shares inspiring healing stories from healers, mediums, and grief and trauma specialists. So, Irene, hi. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, I am so excited about having you on the show today. Um, I know you and I have talked in the past, and what started off as a 15 to 20-minute phone call went on for a couple of hours. So I really do think we're going to run out of time today. Um, but 
That's Let's, true, I agree. <laughs> but we'll have fun during it. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And I want to remind our listeners, if you have questions or want to join the conversation with Irene, give us a call at 866-451-1451. So, Irene, your journey is one that um, is inspiring, and I'd love to hear from you what your life was like before you had the spiritual awakening that led you to write your book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven. Well, honestly, Jennifer, I was the most unlikely person in the world for this to happen to. I was like a middle-class, traditional housewife. I was raising my husband's two teenage children, my stepchildren. We were both divorced, and we were second marriages, and we were also raising my little guy, my son, and mm-hmm. did all the normal things that, you know, people do. And one day, after 17 years of marriage, I was – and he was a, like a really charismatic guy, and he was very well-loved. He was a real estate developer. And we were having the the really good traditional life, you know, um, taking vacations, mm-hmm. and we were skiers and all of that. And one day I was washing a dish at my kitchen sink, and he was watching. We are in the New York, New Jersey area. He was watching a Jets game on TV in our family room. And mm-hmm. a sudden message, a sudden thought came into my mind, and it said, Saul has to go. Many lessons will be learned from his death. And I stopped what I was doing, and I said, what am I thinking? This is crazy. I mean, oh, my God. So I finished washing the glass that I had in my hand, filled it with water, went over to my husband in the family room, kissed the top of his head, gave him the glass of water, and thought to myself, this is nuts, and put the message Mm -hmm. completely out of my head. I was like, I never said a word about it. I thought it was like a really weird thing. And, yeah, you know, it was like, it, you know, it, it was like so bizarre. And we went about our business. And a couple of months later, we were at our ski house having a ski weekend, having our vacation and doing our thing. And mm-hmm. I, we got in the car to go home. And. We were on the road for about an hour and a half on the New York State Thruway, and suddenly mm-hmm. our car went into a huge swerve, and I looked over at my husband, and he was sound asleep at the wheel. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I called out to him, and he woke up and tried to pull the car out of the swerve, mm-hmm. and as he did, we rose up in the air like we were in a gigantic roller coaster. Oh my and goodness. As we start, yeah, it was unbelievable, Jennifer. And as we started to take off for the first of four flips, a second Oof. strong message came into my mind and it said, He's not going to make it, you are. And we flipped over. Oh my goodness. Over. Yeah. And we flipped over four times. We landed upside down in a ravine, slid into a ravine. Thank God took no one else with us. We were going about 72 miles an hour on the throughway. And slide into a ravine. I look at my husband. I say, Solly, are you okay? And I see that that message was true, that he was completely gone, and he was dead next to me. 
And then I got oh a third message that really changed my life. Should I keep going? And that was? Yes, please. And that please. was, I, 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 felt the, um, I felt the car being turned over after I asked him if he was okay. And mm-hmm. I, the two strong hands of, the, of an EMT reached through the window of my car, undid my seatbelt, and started turning me around and pulling me through the shattered window of my car. And as mm-hmm. I am... Passing through my window, an unemotional, authoritative male voice trumpets into my head and says to me, be loving and kind to everyone as they lay me on the side of the road. Well, I I would like our listeners to think about that. (laughs) What do you do with that? Yes. Yes. Right? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say you received three very profound messages in a a short time period, two of them, one right after another. Uh, Getting a message that your your spouse, someone that you loved, is going to die, and then having that confirmed had to have been – I don't even know. How does that make you feel when you get messages like that? Well, first of all, it never happened to me before. So because it never happened to me before and I'm not used to it, um, and Mm -hmm. I had originally thought that this was crazy, all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I really got it that something else was up and that my husband's Mm -hmm. soul was with me and that he was going on. And in in a weird way, for all that I then subsequently went through, which I'll, you know, talk about, um, it mm-hmm. served as a a light and a beacon um, to keep me kind of centered as I went through the grieving process and everything else that I had to go through. Um, yeah. And it was very profound for me. Okay. We are going to take a quick break, Irene, but when we come back, I want to hear more about your book and and how your book came into being. Folks who are listening, if you want to give us a call, the number here is 866-451-1451. When we come back, we're going to learn more about Irene's journey and how it relates to the afterlife. So stay tuned. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe Tashandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C., Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, 
clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, where today we have a special guest, um, Irene Weinberg, who is an author and has had quite a bit of experience with the afterlife. Uh, Before the break in our first segment, she was sharing her personal story about how she started to receive messages that uh, her husband was going to pass. And then uh, he did so, in fact, pass in, in a pretty horrific accident. And just before the break, Irene was starting to tell us a little bit about what happened after the accident. We were talking about the messages and how comforting they were for her. And Irene, I know where your story goes because we've had the conversation, but I would love for you to share with our listeners, you know, after your husband's death, that wasn't the end of your relationship or your communication with him. Can you share how you connected with him? And, uh, and and how that led you to write your book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven. Yeah, well, this is the crazy thing, because I want everybody to, to remember that I thought it was crazy. And so now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden I get this voice in my head and all, and I'm going through the normal hell that people go through after this. I was, I had three uh, severe actually four severe injuries from the accident. I was bleeding to death from a torn artery in the bottom of my foot. I had an eye that had hemorrhaged. My collarbone was reversed inside my shoulder, and I lost a ligament from my knee. And they helicoptered me to an emergency trauma center. We held a traffic on the thruway, New York State thruway, for two and a half hours. They helicoptered me, and instead of screaming for myself, all of a sudden, I'm validating everyone who comes near me. What's your name? Thank you for helping me. And I'm being loving and kind to everyone. So much so that I got a call from the assistant to the surgeon three months after the accident. She said, no one ever saw anyone react to something like this, like the way you did, and you changed lives in the emergency room (laughs) that night. So now... Now I'm in grieving hell. Six weeks after the accident, I've just stopped using my wheelchair. And Mm -hmm. I know something is up. I'm dealing with all kinds of issues with my stepchildren who have suddenly lost their father. I have all kinds of financial issues, of course, happening. And I am wounded. I am so hurt and injured. And I am, but I know something is up. And I suddenly get a call, completely unexpected, out of the blue, from my dry cleaner, who says to me, you know, Irene, I've never shared this information with anyone, but you seem like a really open-minded person, and I feel compelled to tell you that eight years ago, my son died of a drug overdose, and my wife and I went to see all kinds of people. We went to see therapists and social workers and psychiatrists, and no one could help us. And then someone told us that the soul goes on to the other side, and there are people who can Mm -hmm. communicate with that soul. 
They're called mediums. He said, and we're going to Mm -hmm. be seeing a medium who I think will be very famous one day, and it won't even cost you anything if you're with us. And why don't you come with us in two weeks to this hotel? Now, the reason I'm telling Mm -hmm. everyone this story is I drove to his home in one town, and the hotel was about four towns away, and I left my car, which was his car that I was driving because mine had been totaled in the accident. I left his car I left at their home, and I got in their, in their car and drove to this place. I walk in with them, and this young medium greets us. I didn't even know what a medium was, really, but he greets us, and uh-huh. he says to me, I don't even want to know your name. I don't want to know anything about you. Go upstairs, and I go upstairs, and there's a room with about 35 people. That's it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. about halfway into this, to this, what they call a gallery, all of a sudden, the medium goes, I'm getting a message from a soul on the other side. He's talking about Dr. Pepper. And I nudged my dry cleaner and I said, oh, my God, start writing. Because 15 uh-huh. years before he met me, my husband's brother, who was an executive, an advertising executive, put my husband's name in a Dr. Pepper commercial. And it was like Dr. Pepper is coming east from California. Let's talk to the man in the street, Saul Weinberg, what he thinks of Dr. Pepper. And Saul used to laugh about how his brother wrote his name into the commercial. <laughs> then, the, then the medium said to me, um, he's telling me that he died in a different state than where you live. He died in New York. We lived mm-hmm. in New Jersey. He's telling me you're coming from a ski weekend. That was true. Mm-hmm. Who is Bruce? That was my stepson. Who is Matt? That was my son. And he's going on. Mm -hmm. He's telling me you're wearing his skier charm under your blouse. How in the world could he know that? And he says he says you're driving his car with Saul Z on the license plate. How in the world did he know that? That car was oh my gosh. Four, four towns away. And my husband was a real estate developer who sold condos to young you know, kids, and they called him Uncle Saul Z. So he had on his license plate Saul Z. And the other thing that totally blew my mind, amongst other things he gave me, and this medium is now very, very famous today. You have to pay a fortune to see him. His name is John Edward. Mm-hmm. And the other Mm -hmm. thing that he told me is he's talking about a joke that only the two of you shared. And he's holding up a can of tomato juice. And the joke was Uh. that when my son was very, very little, he was so skinny that Saul used to joke that if you filled him with tomato juice, he'd look like a thermometer. (laughs) (laughs) How in the world could anyone know this? So now I'm filled with, oh, my God, I communicated with Saul. Oh, my God, it's true. He's on the other side. And now I start seeking out other mediums and other people for messages because I'm hungry to hear more. And he describes his toes to me through someone, his genitals, the outfit he wore the night he died, the first meal I gave him, any way he could let me know that he was on the other side. And he started saying that it was really him. Yeah, it was really him. And he's I mean, how could they describe his genitals? My God, and his toes. And the (laughs) and they started saying there's a divine plan. You are supposed to write a book and he's going to work with you from the other side. I'm like, what? And not only and a few people start telling me this. So now I get Mm -hmm. led to a woman who does what they call automatic writing. 
and she can listen and she can hear spirit come through her and she writes it down. And I started asking him questions because I'm supposed to be writing some kind of book. I don't know what it, where I'm going with it, but it's him. And I would do anything for him. So I start with this path. And I, get, I start reading, of course, uh, books on the side about spirituality. And a lot of them are talking about past lives. So I start to ask her, did mm-hmm. we have past lives together? And she says, I can't. Okay, I can't get that information. So she said, you may have to go to someone else. And that led me to my next person on this path. Okay, and I think that is a great place to take a break. If you have a question or a thought for Irene, give us a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapula strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. And we're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we have our special guest, Irene Weinberg, with us, and we're talking about the afterlife. And Irene has been sharing her experience of starting to connect with her husband who had passed away uh, initially through one medium, and just before the break, she started asking questions of her deceased husband about past lives and had they been together in past lives. And Irene, you mentioned you needed to go to somebody else to get some information about that. Right. So my sister-in-law, who Saul and I thought were crazy and weren't talking to her when he died, um, was very spiritual. And I called her up and I said, you know, this is what I'm going through. And she said, I'm not surprised because two weeks after Saul died, I couldn't tell you. I was working with someone and the woman said, I have 
I have a soul named Saul on the other side. And she said, Saul, why are you coming through to me? We weren't talking when you died. And he said, because you're the mm-hmm. only one who's open, and I have important messages for Irene. And so, and there were messages about the kids and about business. Oh, my goodness. So now I tell her what I'm going through, and I tell her that I am channeling, it seems to be that I'm channeling a book that he wants to help me write, and I'm asking about past mm-hmm. lives. She said, I know the perfect person for you, and she connects me with a woman on a farm in Massachusetts who is a family therapist, but she is also very, very intuitive, and she channels, and probably mm-hmm. for another conversation, but there are different types of channeling that people do, and she was one of these channels that the person could come right through, and it was as if she was talk. They were talking through her, and so I don't know anything about this. And I go to what she called her healing cabin on her farm. I'm a nervous wreck. I'm, I'm, you know, in Massachusetts at the strange person's little healing cabin. And the minute I walk mm-hmm. in, she tells me that I'm supposed to write a book. She tells me that there are blockages from the accident, and she starts to say, "Oh my gosh, your husband is here." And he's calling you cuz. Uh, my cuz was his mm-hmm. nickname for me. How in the world could she know this? And I have this profound meeting with her. And we start, I know that she's the person I'm supposed to start to write the book with. And how I know that it is real is when she started, I started asking him about our past lives. I, I featured four of them in the book so that people could see, and I was told that we were soulmates, and that mm-hmm. people could see the continuity of the lessons that we learned in each of those lifetimes, and that I had very different roles. In the first lifetime, I was a boy who met mm-hmm. him, and another lifetime, I was Italian. We were in in Italy in the, in the I think, the 1600s, and then we had a lifetime in Poland, and, then, and on and on, and the way I knew it was real is she was Methodist, and she had never heard a word of Hebrew in her life. And she's telling me that my husband and I first met when he was a rabbi in ancient Israel, and I was a little boy in his school, which is what they called the yeshiva in those days. And mm-hmm. she said, and he's saying that you were this good little boy, this wonderful little boy, and I'm asking him what your name was in that lifetime. I'm having a hard time getting it because it's a very strange name. And I said, well, what is it? And she said, it sounds something like Yelid Tov. I said, oh, mm-hmm. my God, Yelid Tov is Hebrew for a good little boy, which is what uh-huh. he must have called me in that lifetime. Wow. That was how I knew that this was real and that she was really channeling my husband. She had never, I mean, there yeah. was no way she could know anything like that. And then I started, wow, did I start asking him questions. And the book started to take shape. And mm-hmm. I, in the meantime, while I just after I wrote the book, and by the way, boy, did I deal with skepticism and people putting me down when I did it, and you're crazy, and what are you doing this for? My son originally was embarrassed. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Mom, are you out of your mind? And, you know, talk about learning how to hold on to your truth. And it was scary for me. But then I started working. I met a medium who mm-hmm. was excellent. And I started facilitating galleries like the one I had been to with John Edwards so that the ordinary person didn't have to wait to go to a famous medium, that she was very good. And we were seeing people in Vermont and Florida and New Jersey. And, mm-hmm. I, ha- and, and I started telling my story to people. 
And instead of being told from my world that I was out of my mind, people who were grieving and were getting messages from their loved ones were saying to me, God bless you and thank you for your story. You have no idea how this is helping me. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine for, I mean, death is one of those things that many people are afraid of. And it, you know, obviously can be a very huge loss. What do you think, you know, if you could say one thing to anyone who has lost a loved one or two things, what would you say to them? What, what has this experience? And as you've done this work with your book and started these salons, what has your experience told you? Well, I've learned, like, in one of my lifetimes, I was alone without my soulmate. And that was a lifetime where I was supposed to learn how to become more independent. And I've learned that Mm -hmm. sometimes we have our losses because it's another part of our journey that we are supposed to learn from. But in addition to that, for me, and I tell people this all the time, it's taken away the fear of death. I know Mm -hmm. I'm going to see him again. In fact, I know he's with me, and I know that, uh, and I just have this unbelievable zest for living life and healing as much as possible and making the most of every moment in this lifetime that I can. And how I know this is all really real, aside from the stuff with Saul, Jen, is that when I've seen mediums, I had a very abusive father, and Mm -hmm. my father has come through unasked for, given unmistakable identifiers that it's him, and he tells me not to stop talking to people because he apologizes over and over. Remember, I never asked to talk to him. He apologizes Mm -hmm. over and over and over for his abusive behavior while he was on the planet and tells me not to stop because he's with me. And as I learn and heal, so is he on the other side. Mm. Oh, that's powerful, Irene. Which is amazing. And from it, doing my healing, and when I tell you my father was so abusive when he died, my family abandoned me for 23 years. I had no family. And a year before he died, my mother, he had strokes, and my mother literally was a battered woman. And she told me, your father just gave me permission to call you. And I have a whole story about that in the book. I eventually, because of my healing, got my, I said, Mom, you have a chance to change the legacy of this entire family. My mother went into therapy herself. Irene, I'm going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you right there because it is time for us to take another quick break. When we come back, let's hear about the conversation with your mom and then how this helps other people heal as well. If you have a question or a thought for Irene, give us a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. 
after surgery. Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Today, our guest is Irene Weinberg, and she is sharing the story of the loss of her husband and how, through that loss, she has done a number of things. She's connected to her husband in the afterlife and gotten messages from him, written a book, And Irene, just before the break, you were starting to explain by the actions you were taking in this life, you were causing healing throughout your whole family. Can you share more about that? Sure. Well, you know, aside from all that was going on, we had to remember that I was in tremendous pain. I'd lost the love of my life. So, but because of the messages I got and knowing something was up, I became very passionate in trying to help myself to heal. So I started mm-hmm. working, I call it on the earthbound plane with a life transition coach. And then I was mm-hmm. also going to a spiritual healer. And between these two people, I was getting healthier and starting to understand things. And I was talking about my story. And now my husband gets, um, I mean, my, my father starts to die, my mother reaches out to me, and instead of carrying on, you didn't talk to me for 23 years, I hate you or anything, I said, Mom, you've closed every door you could to me, but there's a sliver of a window open for you, mm-hmm. and, but our relationship has to be different. And she says, what do I need to do? And mm. I said, Mom, I work for a battered women's service to understand what happened in our family. I've been in all kinds of counseling, and you can change the legacy of this entire family. I can, she said to me. I said, well, first you have to do some, if you choose, you have to Mm -hmm. do some healing first. And she chose, in her 70s, she's now 93, so think about her generation that didn't do this. She chose to go to a therapist, and the therapist said to her, you can... I'm going to be in Miami, in which I grew up in Miami. I'm going to be in Miami for a convention in about four months. If you want, we can have a family healing session, mm-hmm. and you can meet with – she hadn't talked to my brothers in years. She had no relationship with, my grand, with her grandchildren. She hadn't talked to my own son in 10 years. She said, you can have – a meeting with your family and she says you're starting to make up with Irene and work with Irene but your sons are going to be very very angry at you for abandoning them when their father was so abusive and all of that kind of thing and she says so I'm going to work with you 
And then we'll have, you know, you're going to get, if you want, we'll get together with the family and have a whole thing, and then I'll work with you some more. Well, we ended up meeting my whole family, Jennifer, and my brothers hurled all kinds of stuff, and she started to cry, and she explained to them that she was afraid of my father, too, because he had a gun in the house. And Mm -hmm. she started telling them about all different things that they didn't, we didn't understand as kids that she went through. And she said to my brothers, if you need to, I will pay for you to, to go to a therapist each for two years to start mm-hmm. to heal the wounds that I incurred for you with what happened in your childhood. Wow. Wow, that's the powerful. Whole family has healed. We are having a family reunion this August. My entire family is going, the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, everyone. My mother's entire life has changed, and the legacy of my entire family has changed from all of this. Wow. Wow. And it seems like, I mean, you were, you were led to write a book um, and, and share this message of the afterlife with others and, and the comfort of the afterlife with others. Um, uh, this idea of healing within the family and, uh, and what you just discussed is definitely one huge life lesson. But are there other life lessons you've learned that you think are valuable to other people as well? Oh, yes. Unbelievable. Let me, um, first of all, the first thing it taught me is that we have control over absolutely nothing except our attitudes. I mean, mm-hmm. I could not save Saul's life. And when they yeah. pulled me out of the car, I, 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 roll, I scripted myself. I said to myself, I will get through this somehow because I have to be a role model for my son that you can, keep, you can get hit by a grenade in life and keep on going somehow. I didn't know what that was going to look like. But right. if we want to heal, we have a choice of staying in our, in our pity pots and in our swamps or mm-hmm. Figuring that it's time I can work with people and I can use discernment to find the right person for me or the right people for me or the right group for me and to start to move forward from this and turn a negative into a positive. And maybe right. through the wisdom I'm getting help other people. And yeah. the other thing, Jen, that I tell people all the time is it's not over when it's over. What a comfort to know that when I'm not afraid of dying anymore. I'm afraid of not living my life to the nth degree and making the most of it and learning the most that I can while I'm here. But the Mm -hmm. actual experience of dying, I know I'm going to see everyone again. And it's even changed the way I relate with my mother because my mother's 93. And she's spoken to mediums and gotten messages from my father and other people. And she says to me, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, I'll tell you this. And we laugh. And I go, Mom, you'll be so busy when you die that you wouldn't have time to be dead because I'll have mediums contacting (laughs) you and all this. And it's taken away the tremendous fear from her also. And we're able to talk about it, which is amazing because a lot of families cannot even think about that subject. Amazing and incredibly healthy because I think our society looks at death and, you know, tries to either ignore it, pretend it doesn't happen or sees it as something that happens somewhere else. Like we see in movies, you know, like, you know, the, the car explosions and everything, but it's so desensitized and it's so not part of our day to day life. Um, talking about it is extremely healthy. 
it's really unbelievable. I mean, I have like a bunch of things that I learned. I learned, you know, I, I've had all these experiences and I've learned about separating myself out from toxic people and detaching with love. I've learned about not being as so judgmental about people and all. But another big thing that I want to convey to our listeners is that when I was doing a gallery, one of those galleries with that medium in Vermont, we mm-hmm. knew nobody. We walked into a hotel and somebody had brought together about 50 people for us to see. And as we walked into the room, we heard a girl, she had to be about 25 years old, hysterically crying in the front of the room in the first row. And Uh as the medium walked to the front of the room, she turned to the girl and she said, I have a man here. He's telling me he's your father. And the girl got hysterical. And, okay. Um, there's much more to come. <laughs> All right. All right. We will take a quick break right now. When we come back, let's hear what the message was to that girl and how that can apply to our lives as well when we're dealing with loss. If any of our listeners have a question or want to join in the conversation, give me a call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Hi, my name is Myra Fox, and I am a survivor. I am the founder of the Castle Lewis I Survived Foundation and the author of a series of books entitled I Survived a Murder Untold, which tells the story of my sister and I who were abandoned and left in the care of a woman who beat us repeatedly. Unfortunately, it resulted in the death of my sister, Castle Lewis, which is revealed in a page-to-page chilling story. After spending time in the foster care system, I've documented my suffering and my loss and ultimately my survival. I'm blessed to work daily in my community and surrounding areas to give back by helping others and feeding the homeless. I want to spread awareness of the dangers of abuse. You can purchase my books and contribute to the Castle Lewis I Survive Foundation by visiting www.castlelewis.com or you can call us at 540-999-8401. Thank you. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking with Irene Weinberg about death and the afterlife. And during the break, we had a caller call in. Cindy, hi. Welcome. Hi, Jennifer. Irene, hello. It's wonderful to meet you. Thank you. I'm honored to meet you, too. Thank you. I I am, as I said during the break, absolutely privileged to have heard your story today um, and so very comforted that your experience in many ways um, mirrors th- those that I've had and those that my mom has had um, with my dad, who wow. on February 7th, 
Yes, February 7th, 2015, um, transitioned and to the other side. And he always told me that he would never be gone. He would just be in the next room. And he has communicated with both of us profoundly, no, to no surprise, because we did talk a lot about this in uh, my family for years, uh, still do, but I never really knew like none of like any of us when the it act, when the situation actually occurs will there really be the communication that we read about we study about and we hope for and to your story today uh Saul sounds a lot like my dad um very gregarious very outgoing and very well loved my question to you is the um I'm excited to read your book the question though is the title of the book I love the title where did the title come from well when you cross over you actually get touch touch points that are familiar to you because everything's energetic there. So a lot of things can be created through the energy when you cross over. And there is literally a scene when his mother meets him on the other side, and he told me that his mother met him, that she tried to give him something that would comfort her, comfort him, so that he could begin to tra- to adjust to the new situation. And he said, would you believe I had coffee and bagels in heaven? My mother created that scene for me. And it it could be, depending on the person and when they cross over and what that touchstone is, it'll be, it could be something else. I personally have requested champagne. I mean, you go, girl. And celebrate, you know, that we got, we made it through and we're here together again. But they do create touchstones. And for anyone listening who would like to read what I say about that in the book and what's all channeled to me, that's on page eight. And um, and it's it's amazing, uh, and I've gotten so many positive responses to that title. Do they really serve bagels in heaven, and do they come with cream cheese and orange juice? You know. <laughs> so, uh, but that's that's really the answer that he that he channeled to me. I hope that that is the case because my dad loved bagels and loved cream cheese and, and a side of smoked salmon or lox. And if uh, that's the case, then that comforts me even more. <laughs> Thank you so very much. I, I can't my wait pleasure. to read the book. Would I you, would you let me book. hear from you after you've read it? I would love to hear from you with your I will, feedback I and have a chat would, with you. Yeah. I would absolutely be honored. Yes, I'm I'm um I'm connected to Jennifer, so she will certainly uh give me the opportunity to speak to you after I have after I have read it. I'm looking so forward to it. Thank you so much for your Thank humility you. and vulnerability um in sharing this what you have done Thank in the book you. and what I've listened today because I know that it must not have been easy. Uh grief isn't, but uh, how worthwhile all of the people that you've affected and touched through all of this. So Saul is a proud guy, I'm sure. <laughs> thank you thank again you. so much. Thank, thank you, Jennifer. You so and, wonderful, and may wonderful. I thank you, Cindy. A, may, I, may I extend a hug to your mom? Oh, I absolutely, uh-huh. for sure. I, I hope she's listening, absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, John. I, I, Irene, you were mentioning before the break that you had um, – you were doing a gallery and there was a woman crying in the front and the medium immediately addressed her and said, your father's here. What happened next? Well, what happened is her father came through and -hmm. what we found out through the messages he was relaying to his daughter was that the night before he unexpectedly died, he and his daughter had a horrible, horrible fight and they called each other terrible names. And like a few hours later, he was dead. And this young girl 
was living with all the things she called her father and all the things that he had said to her. And she was distraught about it. He Mm -hmm. came through. Not only did he acknowledge the fight, he said to her, I am so sorry. I have gotten a different perspective from where I am now. I should not have done that. I am so sorry. I don't feel that way. I love you. And through the reading, the two of them made up, which was so Uh profound and so amazing. And if I could tell you the difference in that girl... When she was hysterical crying in the front of the room and at the end of the gallery, smiling, filled with joy and relief, it was unbelievable. Mm. And she knew without a doubt that it was her father. Wow. Wow. You know, beautiful, absolutely beautiful story. But I think it also tells us that when somebody passes over, we don't have to end the conversation. We can say we're sorry. We can connect and hear, whether it's through a medium or even just in our own heart, the the love that is there for us. Absolutely. And the other thing I tell people, Jennifer, is that if you choose to, Try to be conscious of the things about the things you say to the people in your life, because Mm. those uh, I learned from that experience that that makes an imprint on our souls and carries over with us to the other side. And it Mm. affects us. So, like, you really have a choice. I mean, I've learned from this experience. I am always telling my loved ones that I love them. I'm always telling my loved ones that I appreciate them and I'm grateful for them. Because I, if I were to die in five minutes, you know, I want them to remember that that was what they heard from me at the end, not all kinds of insults and horrible things and all that kind of thing. And that doesn't mean that I wash... Um, difficulties under the rug. But when I have to have a conversation now, it's a much kinder conversation Mm. and it's a much kinder approach to the subject. Um, And it's really changed the way I relate to a lot of people. Well, and that was one of the messages you got when you first started this awakening and this journey, wasn't it? To be kind and nice to everyone. To be loving and kind. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to tell everyone something else, Jennifer. Being loving yes. and kind to everyone also includes you. So the other thing that I've learned from this is that I'm as precious and important as anyone else in the world. And the better I take care of myself and the more loving I am to myself, it's like that picture in the airplane when you put the mask on yourself before you do it to your child. The more yeah. I take care of myself and I'm loving to myself, the better I can be for everyone else in my world. And I'm role modeling about being loving to everyone, including me. Wonderful. And I think that's and- a very important message for people. I think it's an extremely important message, and it's one of the things that we've talked about on this this radio show quite a bit, which is this idea of loving yourself, trusting yourself, trusting your intuition and guidance. We are going to take another break, our last break of the show. Uh, When we come back, Irene is going to share just a little bit more uh, about her journey and how you can contact her. So stay tuned. Uh, We will be right back. Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted, and every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone. 
whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual, know there is hope, there is help, there is healing. Author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed. Hopeful. Happy. Horses. Mystical. Present. Past. And future. All in one. Wild. Free. Domestic. And healing. For everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and on today's show, we've had Irene Weinberg with us, who's been sharing her personal experiences uh, after losing her husband and connecting to him through the afterlife. Irene, it's been wonderful having you on the show, and I'd love to ask a quick question about your podcast, because you do have a podcast. Can you tell us about it and how our listeners can hear more about this topic? Well, you know, after I wrote the book and I started doing uh, appearances and events and everything, I was hearing from other people, like Cindy who just called in, who's had her own experiences, and people were sharing their inspirational stories and all, and I started to be, have a network trying to talk mm-hmm. to people who were healers because I it, it helped me so much in my journey. And I decided to start a podcast where we interview very inspirational people who are healers, grief and trauma specialists, mediums, mm-hmm. and celebrities. And then also just remarkable people who have inspiring stories to share. And we are touching a lot of lives with the podcast. It's called Grief and Rebirth, Finding mm-hmm. the Joy in Life. And to, I mean, you could literally look at the episodes and choose which healer you think would be able to help you. They talk about what they do. They talk about what led them to this path. They talk about, right. I mean, some people are from all over the world. And they do it via the Internet. And yep. I also, yep. you also get to hear from wonderful people who have amazing stories of coming through trauma, grief, whatever, that can inspire you for your journey. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So definitely your podcast is one way that folks can reach you. And again, the name of that is Grief and Rebirth. Um, And where can they find that? Is that on iTunes? It's on iTunes. And they can also find it through my website, Irene Weinberg, W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G, IreneWeinberg.com. And Mm -hmm. when you listen to an episode At the bottom of the episode, you can sign up to regularly receive the podcast. 
and I would be thrilled okay. and honored and humbled for all, you know your listeners to do so. Okay, great. Um, are there other ways that our listeners can connect with you if they wanted to talk with you more? Absolutely. Well, they can connect with me right through my website, IreneWeinberg.com. Mm-hmm. Send me an email. Um, you can connect with me through um, my book, uh, They Serve Bagels in Heaven, and it is also an audio book. Some people prefer oh, to listen to it. So mm-hmm. that's on Audible.com, which is a division of Amazon. And the book mm-hmm. can also be gotten online through Barnes & Noble. So Great. you can talk to me through that, through the website, through the podcast. And please talk to me. Say hi. Okay. Let me hear from okay. you. Okay. And, you know, you shared so much about your journey. Um, can you tell us today, with your life being very different than it was uh, prior to all this, what fills up your life and gives it meaning? Well, talk about knowing that we go on and knowing that this is school and we're going home. One of the, and talking about the message being loving and kind, I now have two adorable grandchildren, little boys. Mm-hmm. They're fraternal mm-hmm. twins. They're five. And there's one on the way. And it has oh, really wonderful. even changed the way I relate to them and my family. And that wonderful. fills my heart. And oh, I practice what I've learned. And they I call love me it. Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Irene, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Uh, for our listeners, again, that's IreneWeinberg.com. If you want to reach out to her, her book is They Serve Bagels in Heaven. If you have questions or comments and you weren't able to reach us during the show, also feel free to visit my website, SpiritEvolution.co, and send me an email. We look forward to talking with you again next week about courageous, authentic living. Have a great week. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.